Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Uh, Should we get on with the show live from the Melbourne International Comedy Festival? 2018 in Melbourne, Australia. Thank you so much. Welcome now to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky. How are you doing at the Melbourne Comedy Festival? <laughs> it is so great to be here, but I am uh, just a humble third of the show. Could we please welcome to the stage the less than humble two-thirds of the show, Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart, ladies and gentlemen! Uh, no one offered to hold my hand on the way up. I decided to point that out. You're a big boy. You'll be right. I'm really not. So I'm really not. <laughs> Hi, Matt. Hi, Dave. Uh, Hi, everyone. Connor. Everyone, this is Matt. Connor's been in the front row every single live show. Everyone. Of any anyone ever, Elton John and um, <laughs> yeah. 
Loves it up front. <laughs> Loves it up there. Uh, great to have you here. Up the back, how are you? Connor's always uh, never up the back. Never up the back. Anyway, uh, we're sitting down. We're doing this. Oh, get fucked! <laughs> what are you doing? Okay, Google, shut the fuck up. <laughs> every time, every time. All right, we're fine. Good start. Yep. Uh, Good start. If one of them had done it, I would have cracked the shit. <laughs> One of them. Are you panicking that yours is going to go off? <laughs> okay, Google! It's up, it's up, I swear. <laughs> Phil's checking. <laughs> All right, we'll give everyone a 10 second amnesty to check their Google. Yeah. Ch- check Anna? your Google. Check your Google. All yeah. right, Grandpa. All right, my Grandpa le- le- legitimately calls it the Google. Log on to the Google. <laughs> That's pretty cute. Yeah, it is very cute. He is. My granddad's a dead. <laughs> true, true story. Look, it's not even your report this week, and you're still bringing the mood down with death. I mean, <laughs> they were great men. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think you saved it. I think you saved it there. Jess, do you want to talk about your grandparents at all? Um, one is alive. And the other one? The other one is no longer with us. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I thought that was going to be a real happy ending. (laughs) I would have gone the other way. And the other one is alive! Nah, he died ages ago. Like, so long ago. Never met him. Anyway, um, I'm told we would have got along. Imagine, imagine if you'd been told you wouldn't have yeah. gone <laughs> Thank God Grandpa died before you were born. He would have hated you. <laughs> A comedian. <laughs> oh. You know what? Oh, my God. You know what my grandpa was? No. An no, accountant. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not a comedian. I would have been like, you're everything I hate, old man. <laughs> no, I wish I got everyone to cheer for when you said he was dead. <laughs> No, I don't mean that. Accounts. <laughs> well, I'm no. Okay. Well, I mean, nah. Shut point. up. I'm not. I don't even know if he was my real granddad. Shut up. One eighth account. Don't you? Don't. <laughs> Look, I, to, well, to be mathematically correct, it would be one quarter. So. I don't want to. I don't care. Was it? I, sorry. I. I, I mean, it was I, he full accountant? Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I didn't realise he was a full-blown accountant. You thought he was half-accountant. thought he was part-timer. Oh, fair enough. fair enough. We'll give you the benefit on that one. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, now give us a round of applause if you've ever heard Dugo on the show before. You, you have. It would be so weird if you were like, never. Uh, round of applause if you've just been dragged along or you uh, lost in the European beer cafe basement. <laughs> Bartender. That's <laughs> concerning. Concerning. And uh, one person in the front row. Hello. Welcome. What made you uh, come along today? She oh. did. Oh. Your mum brought you in. Mum. And in the front row. Well done. Yeah, great. Go, 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 go. Thanks for coming, Joe. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> sad that we're on a first name basis with most of you now. Um, <laughs> sad or amazing? Yeah, one of the two. I'm not sure. I don't know how to I feel. I feel happy about it, Joe. Connor. 
Heidi? <laughs> Sam? Sam, hello, welcome, thank you. Bloody Jack hell. Jack is over there, hello, how are you going? All right. All right, should we All right, do so a show? If you haven't heard the show before, direct this at you. Uh, what's going to happen on this show is Jess is going to report on a topic because it's her turn and uh, Matt and I are going to listen, listen to it. That we, we have promised her backstage we will no talking over Jess this week. I promise that. They've given me a, a one week off, which will be fun. Yeah. So it's just Jess this week. <laughs> we are here for moral support, if anything. Right, Matt? You're already going to talk over, aren't you? Yes, I am. I am. Now, to get us on topic, if I could cut you off there, Matt, uh, <laughs> which, which I can, I won't cut you off, Jess is going to ask a question to get us on to the... Have you written the question? I yes! Bet. Really? Really? And it's not a good question. <laughs> so I haven't strayed too far from my usual ways. Um, okay, my question is... Who are the most famous twins? <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> Got it. The only twin fact, the only twins were the Hollywood uh, Walk of Fame star. Fact. Really? Jess, is yes. this report about you and me? <laughs> what a dumb report that would be. <laughs> Real dumb. Real, Real dumb. dumb. No, it's not. It's not. Most famous uh, twins. And they're not. They're not super. Is famous. it the Cray twins which you reported on this week last year? Yeah! <laughs> just gonna do the same one again. The most no? Um, twins. You Can probably you think of any you twins. Won't Arnie them. and Danny DeVito. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. No, alright. Is it? No! Man, love Arnie. You may not have heard of them. Have you. So, how are they the most famous <laughs> twins? <laughs> because I have just named three twins. I said it was a shit question. Okay. I said that. I outlined that early. Okay. 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 What's wrong? What are we? What are we arguing? Mary Kate and Ashley aren't twins. No. They are. Kardashians. No. No. The younger Jenners no. are not twins. Why the fuck do I care? <laughs> but I do so much. I follow all of them, and I hate all of them. But I love all of them. Very confusing. I get it. Okay, no. Um, have okay. you heard of the Silent Gibbons twins? Oh, the famous Silent <laughs> Gibbons twins. Uh, well, like heard anybody of them. in the audience has heard of them at all? Hoping they're silent. <laughs> Leave the jokes to us, mate. No, that was very good. That was very good. Very good. <laughs> I've gone, um, I've gone I, I attacky early. I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. I woke up real grisly today. Just sooking. I'm just having a big sook today. Just the truth. Okay. Um, real grisly, right? So <laughs> okay. Never do that again. <laughs> What's it? What? Oh, ooh. I don't like that. Stop that. Stop it right now. Okay, so Silent Gibbons Twins. Yes, I will tell you this story. This was suggested by Darcy Williamson, Kiara, and Jamie Smith. And it was voted on by the Patreon listeners, so any Patreons in here... Yeah? Jeez, not proud of that You should have fucking heard of it then, shouldn't you? Woo! Hmm. Anyway, um, so grisly. Okay. Um, I said I wouldn't talk over you. I didn't say I wouldn't woo over you. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I'll allow that. Woo. All right. On the 11th of April, 1963, a good year, um, I'll do it to myself, 
Gloria and Aubrey Gibbons welcomed identical twin daughters, June and Jennifer. Um, the girls were born in Barbados. It's a real place? Remember the time Matt was drunk and said Barbados? And that was a very long time ago and we haven't let it go. You also can get over the element uh, manganese. <laughs> manganese. <laughs> he lost it. It's so good. And there's a bar in Edinburgh. Dave and I were in Edinburgh like a week apart. You left as I got there. And there was a bar called Barbados and we both sent Matt pictures of it. <laughs> like, Matt, she look. Remember? Remember the time you were an idiot? Mm-hmm, remember. <laughs> this week's episode is just going to be reminiscing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they were born in Barbados. They uh, family moved around a lot uh, within the UK and... Um, June and Jennifer were both late speakers and had the same speech impediment, which made them difficult to understand. And although their family found them difficult, obviously they could always understand one another. Do you know what late speakers means? They spoke late. That makes sense. (laughs) What is it so they... Like, developmentally... (laughs) I thought you meant like, like, like what I do in this show... Whereas you'll talk about something, you'll move on, and I'll be like, ha, like the... T- yeah, man. <laughs> like no, there's, speakers. There's other things wrong with you developmentally. Um, <laughs> it's fair, fair, yeah. fair call. I'm so I'm real grisly. Um, <laughs> their father said that often, if you ask one of the girls a question, she'd firstly look at her sister before responding. I just did that to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> And respond. <laughs> um, so they were kind of like, yeah. Um, anyway, but what they... happens if you ask both of them a question? Oh. They just keep looking at each other <laughs> until one of them cracks and answers the question. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were frustrated that they had to repeat themselves and that people couldn't understand what they were saying. And eventually, they just stopped stopped repeating themselves and stopped speaking altogether. They made a pact not to speak. Um, in 1974, the family moved to Wales, where Aubrey was stationed as a technician. Oh man. With the Royal Speaking Air Force. Of people you can't understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful can you, can you do a Welsh accent at all? Absolutely not. <laughs> Matt? All I can do is one line from Notting Hill. Oh, yeah? And it's where his, his Welsh housemate says, You daft prick. <laughs> I mean, you said the words. Um, are you going to do it in the accent now? <laughs> I definitely heard it on, on prick. Just say prick. prick. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to... No, I can't. I can't. All right. Um, I'll work on it in my mind. So they've moved to Wales. The, the twins were now 11 and they went to the county secondary school. Um, they were quite good students, but their silence confused their teachers and made them targets for bullying from the other children. Um, they were also a different colour to the other students and that made them kind of rare and, and stand out a bit. Um... Their teachers actually... (laughs) We are having inquiries on their colleges. What a weird way to put that. Are these, like, gems or something? Yeah. Yeah, I said that. They're they're green. No. um, They are... They're Barbadian. Yes. Thank you. 
<laughs> okay. I did, I sort of missed some bit in the middle there. But I definitely remember you talking about Barbados. Barbados? Sorry. Yeah. Um, their teachers actually let them leave school five minutes earlier than the other students just so they could avoid the taunting and walk home Ooh. safely. That's not good. <laughs> um, teachers describe them as non-responsive. You'd talk to them or ask a question, they wouldn't respond, they wouldn't look at you. Um, while other kids their age were energetic and incredibly active, the twins uh, would always walk very closely together, moving very slowly and usually in unison. Oh, that is terrifying. <laughs> as if twins weren't creepy enough. Oh. Yeah. A child psychiatrist diagnosed the girls with selective mutism um, and their school wasn't able to deal with them. They're like, we can't, we can't handle this. So at the age of 14, they were transferred to the Eastgate Centre for Special Education. Um, their new teacher, a woman called Kathy Arthur, prepared for the girls... <laughs> Set up a, a, a little desk, <laughs> a little welcome sign. Yeah. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> that's it. I'm prepared. <laughs> um, she wasn't really given much useful information from their previous school, though. She was told um, that they were insolent and difficult, but she didn't really find that to be true. Um, and the school suggested that they thought the girls didn't speak at all. In fact, probably didn't speak English, which was a weird profile for them to make. <laughs> um, there's footage of the girls during their time at Eastgate um, that uh, their teacher would... She set up cameras behind a two-way mirror just to oh. sort of record them. It's so ethical! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And just some recording devices around. It's fine! <laughs> ethical! <laughs> it's the 70s, guys. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's a different time. Should we let them know there are microphones in here now? Or? <laughs> Do you think they know? Uh, I just want to point out, I was talking to uh, Jeremy, our Sandman, before, and because we've got the microphone pointed that way, there's about two people there where, while you were coming in, he could hear everything you were saying. So. <laughs> we, and we've got that on tape, so... <laughs> we're going to listen back and see if there's any, any juicy... Pretty they were like, so where did you dump the body? <laughs> <laughs> we really hope... <laughs> Um, at first, their, their new teacher, Kathy, she couldn't understand um, what they would say. They would only speak to one another and only when no one else was in the room. Um, Is that why they set up this mirror? Yeah, so it? they could see, like, what are they actually talking at all uh, and realise that they only speak to each other when they're alone. Um, eventually, so she had, she had tape recordings of, of their conversations and, and couldn't understand any of it. And then by slowing down the tape, she discovered they were, in fact, speaking English, just sped up. <laughs> just speaking quick I think Welsh people do speak quite slowly so they speak quite slowly kind of sort of a meandering type of thing so maybe they just speak the normal speed of people from Barbados but they have to slow it down and they also just kind of like they've grown up in like um, you know around the UK as well so like they're yeah, they're just speaking English. <laughs> Everyone's like, i got no idea. What are they saying? Who knows? Um, they rarely spoke to anyone face-to-face, so they'd sometimes respond to a machine. <laughs> Hello, ATM. Um, yeah, what sort of machines are they talking to in the 70s? There were these machines where you would, like, feed through some paper and it would, it would like, read what it was saying or it would, um, it would make noises and stuff like that and the girls would kind of speak to that, but... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> or in writing, she'd hand them like a notepad and pen, and be like, "Write down what you feel." They were they were prolific writers. They both wrote a lot. I'll talk more about that soon. Um, oh. 
Their teacher, their teacher found that there was a difference in ability and personality in the girls, which makes sense because they are two people. <laughs> hey, these two, are, they look the same, but they're a little bit different. The 70s. Um, does that make sense to you guys? We all on board? No, it's a new concept to me. Okay. I'll, I'll work through it. I'll and work that with that. Are they the same to you? Oh, yeah. Okay. You are twins, right? That's true. Twins born in different centuries. <laughs> you zoned out there, didn't you? No, no, no. I was, I was just starting to think about the Wakeland twins who played for the Saints. Um, <laughs> In the 90s, I was like, I wonder if that's who she was asking about at the start. But I remember, no, it's, it's about these Barbados people. <laughs> you realise we're 15 minutes into a report about other people. Sorry, I'm a, I'm a late talker. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Um, the girls withdrew more and more from their family and would lock themselves in their room and create elaborate stories and worlds with their dolls. Um, they'd only speak to their younger sister, Rosie, who shared the bedroom with them. <laughs> She's locked in there with like, them. Like, she kind of... They kind of have to, you know? Let me out! But when Rosie was 11, the twins stopped talking to her as well. And uh, she moved into her own bedroom. They just cut her off as well. Did they move house or was there a spare bedroom the whole time? <laughs> no. Maybe one of the... She, there's, there was older siblings too, a couple of older siblings. So maybe one of the older ones right. moved out and... The twins killed the old. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Allegedly. <laughs> no. Um, Are they going to kill people? No. They're going to kill people. They're not going to... You're hoping. So now... <laughs> just cross your fingers. <laughs> Maddie, did you wish murder upon people? I mean, it sounds bad when you put it like that. <laughs> Okay, so now they're only talking to one another, not even their younger sister. Um, they'd eat in unison, always sitting together in the dining hall of their school. It's so creepy. There's video of it and it's fucking weird. And I thought it was just like old footage. Like it's just, maybe it's a bit slow, but then you see the other kids around them moving at a very normal pace. So when, when you say in unison, you, you don't mean they're having a meal together. They're... Yeah, at the same time. Oh. Not like off the same fork. <laughs> You all just reacted like that was really gross. I really, I it's weird, but it's not... I mean, I, different place. I think our audience would hate synchronised swimming at the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're like perfectly in unison. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they moved incredibly slowly. They ate so slowly that they were usually left alone in the dining room because uh, everyone else had finished, and so it would just be those two sitting there. I am a very slow eater, and I very relatable for am you. relating to these people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like they're my kindred twin spirits. Oh, I don't know about... Okay, all right. Um, Foreshadowing. <laughs> they're going to do something weird. They're going to kill. Kill? Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Woo! Someone's going to die! Yeah! Wait, are they? I don't know, maybe. Ooh, um, interesting. The relationship between the twins was very turbulent. Um, they wanted to be individuals, but they were also sort of trapped in their ways and they couldn't they really be with each other. They want to be individuals. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too. Like, this was kind of a game that they played with one another and they just sort of got stuck in it. Like, they were stuck in their own, 
little game that they'd set up where they would not speak or they would do everything together. So they wear the same clothes? Well, they're in school uniforms, so yeah. <laughs> Everyone wears the same clothes. <laughs> Terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> like 700 kids in the same outfit. <laughs> it is weird when you think about it like that. <laughs> anyway. Do you go on? Just going to get a glass of water? Okay. Anyone um, want to drink in unison with me? <laughs> Oh, that's weird. I that's had, weird uh, to see. I gulped five times. How many? How many times? How many? Twice. Two gulps. Oh. You're the worst twin ever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jess. Do go on. Do go on. Thank you so much. Um, the the idea um, first came of separating the girls, and it was actually from the girls themselves in their writing in their in their diaries. They'd say that they. They'd speak if they were separated. They could be normal individuals if we're separated. Both of them wrote that in their separate diaries. Um, so the, the teachers then put the decision on the girls and said, OK, you figure out which one of you is going to stay and which one of you is going to go to a different school, um, which was an interesting choice. Um, the girls fought over who was going to go and who was going to stay. Do they want to go? I'd want to go. Well, they kind of changed their minds. It would be like, I'll go, you stay. And then the next day they'd be like, no, I'm staying, you go. And they fought over it. They, they became quite violent. Um, and people at the school were, like, shocked to see these silent girls now fighting and screaming at each other where they'd never heard them speak and now they're just screaming, which is, you know, a, it's a great escalation. Um, LAUGHTER their teacher, Kathy, felt that June would handle the separation a bit better. Uh, she seemed to have more coping skills than Jennifer. Um, however, when the girls were separated, they became even more withdrawn and at points actually catatonic. Like, they, they just were completely non-responsive. They are like zombies. They couldn't cope. It was very weird. Um, June didn't cope, as Kathy had thought, and could barely move. She'd just sit on her bed in the morning and cry while unit staff cleaned her up and tried to, like, dress her and get her moving. So they put them back together, which was probably a good call. Um, and when they were 16, they left Eastgate, they left school altogether, and uh, they'd stay in their room writing stories on their typewriters. <laughs> Get a MacBook. <laughs> what are you doing? Imagine living with two fucking typewriters going all day. Shut up! <laughs> the little sister's still locked in the room. <laughs> So it's the creepiest oh, way yeah. to write as well, Especially it? if you're typing slowly, which yeah. I imagine they were. Yeah. Oh, man, I bet they were saying some real Ting! creepy things. Yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon? What are they writing? Uh, in, in future years, we're going to kill in unison. <laughs> no. Is that true? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Are they stabbing in unison? <laughs> Not a bad workout, that. <laughs> you sick fucks. Who was the third one? <laughs> oh, okay, I won't participate. Thank you. Guys you. Go <laughs> you guys go on your fun little stabbing spree. Um, so, yeah, they're writing their stories and they decided they were going to be novelists and they each wrote a number of novels. Um, they felt like they could express themselves better in writing, which makes sense. Um, they couldn't speak. Um, and this is sweet. They just wanted their family to be proud of them. Isn't that nice? Killing's not the right way to go about that. <laughs> not in my experience.
How many times did it take before you learnt your lesson? <laughs> Too many, mate. It's <laughs> a <So>, buddy. <laughs> You're the I've said too much. I've said too much. You're the only man old enough to live multiple life sentences and now be free. Yep. 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 And they're like, True. fuck, he, he beat the system. Yeah, well. <laughs> On your way, old man. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI... Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> and edit it. <laughs> hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music, or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, so when, when the girls were 18, I don't know if I, I'll tell you this part, it's a bit sad. Um, they sent away for a course. You can just do shit online now. <laughs> they sent away for it. The course was called The Art of Conversation. <laughs> they were a bit worried what would happen to them if they, if they never spoke if they never spoke to other people so they sent away for this course um, and they tried to follow the course instructions of how to make small talk but they said it didn't work um, they'd been silent for so long that it was hard now to have normal conversations which does make sense doesn't it because like you learn how to have a conversation by having conversations at a very young age mm -hmm. but if you've never done that and you're starting from from scratch at 18 you would be like why the fuck am I asking how the weather is I don't, like what's that, what's the point of this and it's like there isn't any point I don't know why we do it <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Well, I guess the point is to find out if you need a jacket or not. <laughs> That's why I ask. <laughs> Sorry to derail your thought there. Wow, you're good. Um, I didn't bring a jacket today because I asked. <laughs> At this point, Jess, yes, I'm really feeling for these... Uh, Girls. These murderous it, twins. Is that? Am I on the right track here? Um, look, 
Yes. Um, when I... Yep. Yeah. Until they kill, right? Yeah. I don't want to get too involved if these people are going to start fucking shit up. <laughs> or do I? I don't know. Well... What a journey. I, how about I just do my report and you figure it out from no, there? No, no, I don't think so, Jess. <laughs> I think I'm ready to solve this one. <laughs> yeah, go on then. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I'll just I'll, I'll press on and save your ass. Um, around the same time, so the girls are 18 and they could no longer bear the confines of their bedroom. They decided to, they were going to leave the house. Very exciting. Um, there were two American brothers that the girls had come across while they were at Eastgate, and the boys were deeply troubled. They'd committed several crimes, including quite a bit of arson and theft. Um, and the girls, the girl, bad boys. Yeah. They had, like, leather... <laughs> <laughs> Couple of bad boys. We play that classic good boy, bad boy oh, yeah. dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a classic thing? Yeah, the classic. That's a classic. Modern day classic. <laughs> regret face. All right. Um. <laughs> that was. There was no regret in that. That was get on board. <laughs> face. <laughs> Jeez, it's hard not to say that word sometimes. <laughs> Well, you're a bad boy, you can say it. All right. uh, you're the good okay. boy. Right. Yeah, right. I'm the bad boy, I can say it, but I won't. <laughs> okay. Um, There's nothing worse than that. I want to stand over here for a bit. <laughs> you, you're putting yourself on time I'm here now? with Webby, he's Webby the tech. How you guys doing? <laughs> Are you good? All right, you just stay on time out right. for a little bit. You hang out over there. We'll let Justice get on. With okay, it. thank you. Um, so these bad boys, bad boys, American bad boys, American bad boys, American the, bad boys, the, in the Wales. ultimate. Okay, it's just if you're going to put yourself in time out, you're going to do it quietly. Okay. <laughs> you okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the other day, he told me off for mothering him. <laughs> I'm enjoying that uh, you're taking the photo when Matt's not here. That's really good. That's really good. Oh, thank God, my favourite two are still there. I've been this told this before, I'm too photogenic. This is what the people come to yeah. see. Anyone want to take a photo? Sorry. The Bay Bros. The Bay Bros. All right. Sorry, Jess, we're derailing. Please, Woo! please. The American bad boys. Um, so the girls went off to find them. They started hanging out with the boys at night. That's when bad things happen. That's why I'm home before seven every night. Because I'm a good girl, all right. Um, they fell in love with the boys. And they were introduced to a world of sex, drugs and crime. Oh. <laughs> I was really expecting rock and roll, I will. I really will. Crime. Sex, drugs, crime and rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Now I can relate. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I was just one step away. <laughs> um, as the girls vied for the boys' attention, their own relationship became even more strained and, and even violent. Jennifer wrote in her diary, I'm not ashamed to say that I tried to kill my sister. Oh! Yeah, here we go. Things got out of hand. And I killed her. <laughs> 
No? I'm sure she wanted to kill me too. Oh, two killers. June once pushed her sister into a river and held her down. This is what you wanted. (laughs) Their relationship with the American boys had given them a glimpse of finally being themselves and being free from their own self-inflicted prison. So they were like, they were happy for once. Um, Also trying to kill each other, but... The rest of the time, pretty ha- siblings, you know? <laughs> you know what it's like. Who's got siblings? <laughs> we all want to fucking kill them. <laughs> Get all the inheritance. <laughs> I, um, I love my siblings. They listen to this show. <laughs> Mine does not. <laughs> um, their happiness with the Americans was short-lived. One day they came home to a note that said, going back to America. (laughs) Is that legit all it said? Wow. It's so good. Who was the note from? Webby, confiscate his microphone. (laughs) Is it it hard to hear on the side of stage? I'm now filling in for Matt. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, this show's about to get good. <laughs> um, they were sad for a while. They stayed in their rooms again. Um, but a few months later, they started going out at night again, this time looking for trouble. Well, what kind of trouble? June wrote in her diary about how all week she'd been wanting to burn down the tractor shop. the single best sentence anyone's ever put in a diary. <laughs> Fuck you, tractor shop! You know how sometimes... What out of all the shops? You know how sometimes you just, like, you think about a food that you kind of like and then you just can't get that out of your head oh, for ages? Yeah, I'm just She's like, just oh. like, oh, I want to burn down that tractor <laughs> shop. And all week she was thinking about it. And then in her diary she said, I burnt it down today. Yeah! <laughs> that is... With Jennifer's help, of course. Oh. She wrote it in her diary. In explicit detail. And she was very happy about it. Like, she's, I, I, like I heard part of it and she was just like, yeah, fucking burn them. The cops are looking. And then the cops turn up and they're like, well, here's proof. She's like, oh, I should have burnt the diary down yeah. as well. Oh. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so she burned down the tractor shop. Burned down the tractor shop. I love it. So Matt, the, you loving these girls? Can you come back on stage? Yeah, all right. Look. <laughs> oh, okay. But you're going to behave, aren't you? Yeah, no, I, sorry about everything, everybody. Um, <laughs> I let you guys down, I let the audience down, I let, I let my family down. But most of all, I let the audience and you and... <laughs> and your family. And my family down. <laughs> Uh, so the girls were imprisoned while they awaited trial and they uh, went through an ever, a never-ending cycle of sharing a cell, fighting, being split up, being inconsolable, being put back in the same cell, fighting, being separated. It just kept going. Like, they'd have screaming matches, so they'd separate them, put them on opposite sides, and then they'd, they'd be an absolute inconsolable mess, so they'd put them back together. Ah, good oh. times. Um, they refused to speak to anyone but each other, which made it difficult for their doctors and lawyers to do their jobs. <laughs> Eventually, they agreed to some discussion with a psychiatrist over the phone. Uh, so they set up a phone in their cell, and he'd, have, he'd give them a buzz. Um, I'm imagining one of those ones where they're on the other side of the glass, and they've both got the phone. Nah. So that's not, no. no, yeah, that's what I thought. But no, there was like a different phone set up. Right. Because they won't talk to people face-to-face. 
So if they, it does, I mean, I think I don't think doing this and still being able to look someone in the eye, they still wouldn't talk. That's not helping. Okay. Yeah. What if they like just turned around? <laughs> Same scenario. Okay. With a slight head turn. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> no. No, hey. It was a great idea. Great it was. idea. It was great. That was your best idea yet. They loved it. Hey? I mean, we're only having one walkout because of that idea, but apart from that, apart from that, everyone else loved it. That's not bad. Just the one. Just one. Just only one person hated your idea. That's not bad. All right. So they're chatting to the psychiatrist over the phone. Jennifer told him about the voices she heard in her head, the, vis- the visions she had, and that she wanted to kill her sister. Yay! Yeah, burning the tractor shop down was not enough for these guys. They want more. Their psychiatrist felt that uh, a prison sentence would leave the girls worse off because he felt they needed psychiatric treatment. He, uh, he thought they were showing early signs of a schizophrenic disorder. So he thought um, the best option for them would be to go to Broadmoor Hospital, which is a high-security psychiatric hospital. Now, this isn't the first time that we've mentioned Broadmoor Hospital on this podcast, nor is it the first time identical twins have been in Broadmoor Hospital. The Wakelands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You fucking cutie. No. um, Is it the craze? The craze. At the same time, the Cray twins were there. Spin-off episode. Isn't that fun? That is fun. That is fun. So fun. Um, Gotta be quicker on that, Webby. Real opportunity there. <laughs> um, now, June's diary sounds quite help- uh, hopeful. June felt as though uh, it was a chance at freedom and finally being able to be herself. She thought we're going to get some help and we'll be in there. They were told like three years. You'll be there three years max. All, all G. So they agreed to that. Um, so they uh, they pleaded guilty and were uh, admitted to Broadmoor. Um, they were the youngest patients to be admitted to the hospital ever because they were 19 a, at the time. That's a record you do not want to have. You don't want to have that. Um, they were separated. Um, like So they were, they were in different wards but they visited each other they wrote letters to each other um but they just sort of had separate separate rooms and after a couple of years they were still not speaking they wouldn't they still wouldn't talk to anybody um at this stage they were fully diagnosed with schizophrenia and were given tranquilizers and the tranquilizers gave them this hazy feeling and june described it as losing her senses and her shyness so they actually started speaking thanks to heavy duty drugs There's just no problem they can't take care of. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, drugs. <laughs> this episode of Do Go On is brought to you by drugs. <laughs> Actually, I had some really strong painkillers before we came out here. <laughs> <laughs> Got a pinched nerve, guys. Nothing weird. Relax. Um, anyway, <laughs> they wrote to their parents. Hey, what, what weird thing do you think they would have been thinking for painkillers? Uh, like I was just addicted to them. That is weird. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I've got to keep going. We're nearly done. Okay, okay, okay. Um, they wrote hey, just the- by the way, sorry, fuck. <laughs> oh, so close. Oh. You lasted so long. Yes, Matthew. 
I was just going to say that you gave me shit for my episode being sad last week. This is so much sadder than a guy dying in the woods. <laughs> this is breaking my heart. This is the worst thing oh, I've ever it heard gets about. Worse. Oh. <laughs> 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 These guys are fucked. I love them. They're going to burn down the newly refurbished tractor <laughs> shop. <laughs> John Deere is going to be pissed. <laughs> a couple of tractor heads in. <laughs> Massey Ferguson, another brand of tractor. Name a third one. Uh, oh, Mac, yeah, something harvester. Mac, Mac, International yeah. Harvester. Lamborghini, Lamborghinis, tractor. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. The farm boys are here? <laughs> <laughs> we're the boys from the farm and we're back in town. Wow. Very welcome, Farm Boys. My favourite 90s band. Um, in March of 1993, a month before their 30th birthdays, the twins finally received permission to transfer from Broadmoor to a different facility, which was a medium security. This is after years of um, every year there'd be like a, a, a court hearing and every year they were denied. So they thought they were going to be there for three years. They've been there for over a decade. Yep. They were there for about 12 years. Um, couldn't get, you couldn't possibly get no. any sadder from here, Matt. Don't worry. <laughs> couldn't possibly. The day before their transfer, Jennifer was feeling ill. The next day, the girls were transferred and uh, Jennifer was feeling a bit tired. She rested her head on her sister's shoulder. On arrival, Jennifer could not be roused. She was taken to the hospital where she died soon after of acute myocarditis, which is a sudden inflammation of the heart. And this condition is very rarely fatal. It doesn't sound that cute, Jess. <laughs> they wanted, I felt like they wanted me to say that. Everyone was thinking, Matt's going to... All right. Mm. Yeah, blame them, blame them. There I didn't want to do it. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Any so, of you, Sophie? I know only the names of the front two rows... <laughs> So, so it's rarely fatal. So rarely fatal. Unlucky. Yeah, and there was no evidence of drugs or poison in her system, and her death remains a mystery! <laughs> it's a secret mystery, yet, fuckos! <laughs> See, now we're having fun again. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Look, I. Uh, I comedy! <laughs> I don't want to take the shine off the mystery, but I don't think you can say, this is what she died of, she's dead, it's a mystery what she died of. <laughs> you named the condition. Yeah. The kid, Why would you ruin thing. this for me? <laughs> you said it. You said it and we chatted about it a bit. The cute, a cute yeah, something. Cute. Yeah, you made a cute joke. It was very funny. Um, <laughs> so, just, so just take me back through why that's a mystery. <laughs> Because there were no drugs or or anything in her system, oh, no it's poison caused by drugs. Well, like that that condition that she had, sh like shouldn't have killed her. Oh my mystery! God. <laughs> Whoa, uh, uh, I was wrong. I was wrong. What is extra strange is that according to Marjorie Wallace, who was a writer who went on to write a biography of the girls. Um, she said that June and Jennifer had a long-standing agreement that if one died, the other must begin to speak and live a normal life. During their stay in the hospital, they began to believe that it was necessary for one of them to die 
and after much discussion, Jennifer agreed that to be she would be the sacrifice. Whoa. Whoa. Now is it a mystery, fuckheads? <laughs> to be honest, that feels like you've further solved the mystery. <laughs> if anything, you've closed the you case further. But how did she die? How did she just go, well, I'm dead now? She sacrificed herself. How? <laughs> she just decided to die. God? <laughs> you fucks. What? Okay, so we're all keen to know what happened to the other sister. Well... Um, at the inquest, June uh, revealed that Jennifer had been acting strangely for about a day before their release and her speech had been slurred. A um, day or her whole life? <laughs> <laughs> on, a, um, on a visit a few days later, Wallace, the, the woman who wrote an article about the, the books about them, sorry, um, she said that June was in a strange mood and that June had said, I'm free at last, liberated, and at last Jennifer has given up her life for me. But you would say that, wouldn't you? If you were a weirdo... It's a cliche, isn't it, really? A couple of days after she's dead, I'm free! (laughs) We've all been there, eh? We've Um, all said it. We've all said it after a few too many drinks. (laughs) So after 12 years in in the institution, in the hospital, um, a year after her sister died, June was released. She'd made amazing progress. Um... Her older sister, Greta, has, has broken her silence fairly recently, only a couple of years ago, um, saying that they should never have been held in Broadmoor. Um, I know they did wrong, but they didn't kill anyone. It totally ruined their lives. What about the tractor? <laughs> Nobody ever thinks of the tractor. That tractor had one day until retirement. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and June actually lives... June's still alive. Oh, June can hear this? No. No, 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 no. Do you know if June frequently Googles her own name? All right, Bindi Irwin can also hear this, so... Uh, we said a lot worse about her. We've been, trying to, we've been trying to figure out ways to block her since last year. Nah. Okay, um, so June, June's still alive and she lives a uh, quiet life, close to her parents and her siblings in Wales. But she's, actually, she's doing quite well. She always lived a quiet life, though, didn't she? <laughs> okay, and, and following Matt's uh, example last week of a fucked report, but then some fun facts. Um, I have some fun facts about whales. The, the country, country or the animal! <laughs> My first one was about the animal, you bastards! <laughs> Oh, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Now, now I'm not going to do it, but I did have a, wa- a, j- a joke one there about the whale, animal whales, and I was going to be like, but that's the animal. And then we were all going to have a good laugh. And all right. Well, let's pretend we didn't it. say no, that. No, I want to hear the whale. Who wants to hear the whale fact? Yeah. We love whales. Nah, I'm all right. Okay. Take yourself over there for a minute. <laughs> I think I can still hear from there. <laughs> Apparently you couldn't because you had no idea what we were talking about. Daryl and Shane Wakelin. <laughs> this whole time. Um, okay, my fun fact is that blue whales are pregnant for 10 to 12 months. Whoa. Fun. Wait, Jess, put yourself in my shoes. Is that a fun fact? Yes. Yep. You've lost it. <laughs> Do we think that was fun? No. Oh. <laughs> No. 
fun having you here. I mean, out of all the blue whale facts, I mean, the one about the one that their heart's the size of a, uh, a Volkswagen Beetle. Why don't you do the fucking report then? Their heart is the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. Isn't that fun? That's a fun fact. Thank you. Thank you. Did you know that Matt... Sorry. Sorry. So sorry. Sometimes I let this bad boy persona just <laughs> go a little too far. Persona. Um, did you know that Mount Everest was named after a Welshman, Sir George Everest? That's I fun. didn't know. Who knew that? I didn't say it was fun. That's fun. That's, is that fun? You, you, you get to say it this way. Oh, you can get fucked. <laughs> Why is it named after him? Who knows? Okay. <laughs> Probably was he... Sir George Everest knows. Okay. Okay. Sure. Remember more, when? Um, remember more. my fun facts last week? They caused Snoring. explosions. Yeah. <laughs> there was an earthquake in this room. Um, okay, I got two more. This one's just okay. just vaguely interesting. Um, wait, they, wait, they were the good ones. <laughs> On a scale of one to George I, Everest, I mean, I can just this? stop. I can just. I'll just stop. I'll no, just no, stop. no, no, no. <laughs> Too fucking easy. All right. <laughs> Imagine they just gone, yeah, stop, stop. <laughs> I'm such a youngest child. I'm like, fine, I'll, I'll, I won't do it. Mm, I'm fine. Um, okay, so the um, uh, I know this. My uncle, my uncle Tim is Welsh. Uh, that's not a fun fact. Relax. That feels more fun than the Everest fact. I didn't know that yeah. about Jess. I didn't know that. I have a Welsh uncle, and um, uh, my cousin Finn does, has this party trick where he can pronounce the name of the town, the longest town name in, in Welsh. It's like 58 letters. I'll spell it for you now. No, 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 no. It's so fun. It's so fun. Get fucked. Okay. It's L-L-A-N-F-A-I-R-P-W-L-G-W-Y-N-G-Y-L-L-G-O-G-E-R-Y-C-H-W-Y-R-N-D-R-O-B-W-4-L-S-A-N-T-Y-S-I-L-I-O
You said we debrief off mic, but anyway. Um. <laughs> no, it was really, it was very yeah, fascinating. Yeah, cool. I know, I liked no, it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Yeah, awesome, cool, man. All I'm right. just, I'm just remembering that June's listening right now, and um, I just want to say thank you for everything you've done. Is that making it better? Or? Dave, yeah. Dave, wrap this shit wrap up. This up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is the end of this week's episode. Could we please have a big round of applause for the European Beer Cafe for holding us? <laughs> Jeremy Webb on sound. <laughs> Bianca Prodlin helping out with the shirts. we got Shane Dunlop, the man on the camera. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out. Until next week, I will say goodbye. Later. And that was arguably the greatest episode of Do Go On that has ever been recorded. I'd say greatest episode, period, of anything, period, ever recorded, period. Do you reckon? Yes. Oh, my God. That includes, like, uh, you know, talking footy on a Monday night, and there's yep. been hundreds of episodes Heaps. of that. Oh, thank you. That's really nice. Um, and as always, we just wanted to pop back in because um, this show – you know, like it wouldn't it wouldn't exist without your support. And we do like to thank every week. We like to thank a few people who uh, who pledged to us on Patreon, which you can do if you'd like. You can hear your name now and a lot of other benefits too. Yeah, um, things like extra episodes every month. Now we're going to do from this month on. We're doing two bonus Patreon episodes every month. Yeah, that's heaps. That's huge. So exciting. I just got an email. <laughs> wow. Is that someone now going two, two episodes? Yep. Jeez, that's a quick email. I know. They're, they're pretty speedy. So we would like to thank some people. So, um, uh, Matt. Well, so this episode, we, it was about uh, twins. Yeah. Uh, with... Yeah. I was thinking. Okay. Did you just have an idea? No, no. I want to. I was thinking we could. So that this episode was about identical twins. I was thinking for each person that we thank here, we could give them the name of their identical okay, twin. Okay, great. You know, so we had June and Jennifer. We'll yep. give them their twin. Perfect. It'd be really cool if any of these people are twins and we nail it. And we should also give them their quirk. Yeah, okay, because these were silent, silent twins. twins. All right, great. Okay. So um, I'll, may I start? Yeah, please do. Thank you so much. Um, from Woodbury, Pennsylvania, I would like to thank, this is a great name, Noah Over. That is a great name. Noah Over. Noah Over. Which, from in an American accent, doesn't because Noah over is a bit. It's it sounds silly in our accent, but it'd be like Noah over. Noah over. Sound, yeah, in our accent, it sort of sounds like Noah over. It's well, really silly. It, Sorry, it's, Noah. It almost sounds a bit like um like a an like an Italian. Noah song. over. Yeah, it's got that sort of bouncy <laughs> rhythm. Yeah, you're right. It's bouncy. Um, what would Noah's uh, identical twins name be? Well, I assume they're all alliterative. They don't have to be, don't but to it be. does work best if they are. I think Noah and Ned. Noah and Ned. Noah Ned, Ned over. over. Ned over. <laughs> and what are Noah and Ned known for? Um, they are the happy horse riding twins. Wow, okay. Everywhere they go. They're riding horses and they're happy, happy. about it. Yep. Great. Yeah, they're known all over town. Um, <laughs> Good for Noah and Ned. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Well, thank you, Noah, and your identical twin, twin brother, Ned. Uh, what should I should I do the next one then? Yeah, sure. Go for it. We'll take turns. I'd Turnsies. Lo- <laughs> I'd love to thank from Norfolk mm. in Great Britain, mm. Nick Spacey. Oh, if I may. Well, no, I was going to say Kevin Spacey, but controversial. Um, and we, you wanted to keep it alliterative. Nick and Nathan. Nick and Nath. Nick and Nath Spacey. 
and they are the flatulent twins. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the farty boys. <laughs> farty boys. But nobody's they mad about it. They know how to farty. <laughs> We were talking before Sorry, about how how influential Broden's voice is, and yeah. ever since I've I've noticed I've done it like three times just yeah. on on these recordings. Oh, the farty ball! <laughs> <laughs> it is very fun. Thanks, I understand Nick. why people do it. Can you you do a bro? We do this all the time. I do a Broden Kelly. Hello, I'm Broden Kelly. Um, yes, thank you, Nick. You're a legend. Thanks so much. Uh, I would like to thank from Lancashire. Uh, Tyler O'Brien. Tyler O'Brien, that's a good name. Mm. That feels right to me. Tyler and Todney. <laughs> Obviously, Tyler, Tyler and Todney O'Brien. Todney O'Brien is a great name. Todney O'Brien. Yeah. Tyler and Todney, and what are they? From Lancashire, they are. They they. The, they're the slidey boys. Slidey boys. They whenever they enter a situation, they slide in. On their knees. Cool. But do they just have permanently scabby knees? They've got very scabby knees, but that was early on. No, it's like a callus. And the scabs, (laughs) they're they're now a shiny callus, and it actually enhances their slides. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, that's that's a lesson, isn't it? Just stick with it. Yep. (laughs) Your body will adapt. It will. That's great. Thanks, Tyler. Although I know a female Tyler, so it could be Tyler and Tiffany. Just as a backup in case this Tyler O'Brien is a female. Oh, because ident- oh, it's got to be identical. Identical twins. And we've had this discussion before and it got complicated. It did. But- it's possible, So, but we've covered all bases Yeah, there. we're fine. Okay. But I think, I'm pretty sure it's Tyler and Todney. Okay, yeah. But you never know. I just want to be, I just want to be sure. And then finally, mm. this is another cracking name. Fuck, we've had some good names today. A little close to home from Australia, Ooh. New South Wales, Australia. Very good. Uh, from East Coromel. Coromel. <laughs> so I did the Coromel Gong, as we always do. <laughs> Hasn't come up before because I don't think we've ever mentioned Coromel <laughs> before. But <laughs> but anyway, Kim Hill is from Coromel. <laughs> Kim Hill, that's a sweet name. That's a like great that name. name a lot. Good job, Kim. Kim and Kanye. Kim and Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I'm like, Kanye, that's it. Kim and... Because Kim is also a unisex name. Yeah, but all I can think of is the Kardashians right now because all of them have K names. Right. Is that so? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Chloe, Kendall. Chloe with a K? Kylie, yep. That's wild. Kim... That family is off the hook. They are off the hook. Can you think of one for Kim? Kim and Kim and, say Kate. Well, we well, yeah, Kim and Kate or Kim and Cardi. Cardi, okay. Short for Kardashian. Okay. <laughs> or, uh, crater face. No. Um, Kylie. A uh, Kang. Kang. Krang. Krang? The bad guy from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The sort of brain with arms. I don't think that's Kim. Kim and Krang. Identical twin. Okay. If no. that's what you want it to be. Well, no, this is your, I think this is your hook. I'm just going to say Kim and Corinne with a K. Kim and Corinne. Kim and Corinne. Oh, that's nice. Corinne what's, Hill, that's nice. What's their thing? Their thing is they are the... Um, uh, 
they're very they're very stylish. Right. They will buy clothes. Wow. Wear them once. Right. Wash them, wear them again. Wow, so they wash them in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You thought I was going to say they'll, they'll chuck them out and never yes. wear them. No, they're very savvy. Very environmentally friendly. Yeah, absolutely. But they, they, but they just got good style. You they, know, won't, like, they won't stink up clothes and, yeah. and go again. They don't do a sniff test. No sniff, no need. They just wash it anyway. They just know. Wow. Yeah. Do their clothes deteriorate quicker because of that? I mean, no, that's kind of... I mean, they I think follow that, the instructions on all of their clothing. I know. I'd almost say that's pretty normal to wash your clothes after wearing them. Get out of town. I do. I must admit, I wear my jeans multiple times. No, you're. It's okay with jeans. Okay. Why is that? I don't know. Studies have shown. Wow. <laughs> it's actually. It's fine. That's great, isn't it? That's real good news. You can go like. I thought I was. You can go months up. without washing your jeans, and it's fine. Like the song um, by the band Magic Dirt. I haven't washed my jeans in three months or more. It's fine. You're an ordinary boy and that's the way I like it. I don't know why I'm singing like that. I don't know why that's, I'm not nailing it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you to Noah, Nick, Tyler and Kim and obviously your identical twins. Yes, especially Todney. Todney. <laughs> thank you for supporting the show. It feels weird doing this without Dave, but I'm also kind of like I'm nailing this. Yeah. This, he's a distraction. We don't need him. Don't need him. Hopefully he listens. <laughs> he won't. He won't. Um, yeah, thank you for supporting the show. I hope you enjoyed the live show. We've got two more to go uh, with the comedy festival. Please come along to those. We should also say, weren't we saying we had some things? Oh, yeah. I'm coming up to Sydney. Hopefully Sydney people listen all the way to the very end. <laughs> I was meant to say this at the start, but I fucked that up. But anyway, I'm coming to Sydney uh, on the 12th of What's the next month? May. May, okay. 12th of May. I think it's whatever the Saturday around that time is, but mm-hmm. you can check details out on uh, Matt's – what's my website? MattStewartComedy.com slash gigs. gigs. Mm-hmm. MattStewartComedy.com slash gigs. So I'm doing my uh, pretty – what's the fuck? Dry, <laughs> Dry ginger male. <laughs> Jesus. Dry ginger male show um, at the Giant Dwarf. So I'm really looking forward to that. So it would be sick if any Sydney people – who listen uh, would want to come along. Uh, That'd be great. It's a big old room, so I'd love mm. to have you in there and uh, have a beer afterwards. For sure. And I also wanted to just mention, um, uh, if you're not already a member of the Facebook group that is Planet Broadcasting Great Mates, it's a really fun uh, fun group uh, where people kind of discuss all sorts of different things across Planet Broadcasting and, and all the different pods and also just kind of some general stuff too. Um, and I'm going to be doing a live Facebook video on Friday at 9 a.m. Melbourne time, which I think – off the top of my head is like midnight in London. Um, the information's on there anyway. But, yeah, so I'm going to be doing that Friday morning, so probably your Thursday night. Um, you should definitely check it out. I'm going to be answering your questions. So if you've got any questions for me, jump on there and you can check it out. So good. So I watched good. some of Meso's one where he was in front of a fake fire Very on the TV. Good. So fun. Wearing a jacket. God, he's fancy. He's a fancy I man. will have probably just gotten up, so I will not be looking fancy. Um, be you sitting were, on a couch. You wake up fancy looking, Jess. Let's I be honest. do. We've rambled enough at you. Um, so thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Later. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> 
We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 